Welcome to the podcast version of Police Science Doctor, the online resource bridging the gap between research and investigative practice. For police personnel who go the extra mile. For academics who want to connect better with investigative practitioners. On YouTube and on policesciencedoctor.com. Hello everyone, this is Suzanne Knabernicol from Police Science Doctor with your weekly dose of police science snippets. Police science snippets are bits of information that I've extracted from academic research articles, most of them published in the week before or during the week that I'm actually doing this. So very recent, most of them that I think and hope will be of use to the frontline practitioner, student, academics, such as yourselves. Much research that is published is only read by academics, published for academics by academics. Police science doctor's mission is basically to bring that research findings, those research findings, you know, that that golden nugget, that golden nugget of information, what has been found about law enforcement, what could really benefit the practitioner and bring it to the practitioners, to someone who's very busy, doesn't have time to troll through journal articles, doesn't have access to them, but wants to know best practice, wants to know what works best. So this is what Police Science Doctor does. And every Tuesday, I send out the email with these three snippets and the link to the actual research to the subscribers to the free Police Science Doctor email list. You can join as well. If you haven't already, just go to policesciencedr.com and leave your details in the sign-up form on there. So before I get to this week's science snippets, though, two other things I wanted to tell you about. One is we have, I was talking to you before on several occasions about a series of sessions, training sessions that, that are to be delivered by um, Chris Allen on organized crime topics. So we were actually due to start these sessions tomorrow with um, starting with cybercrime. Then there was going to be one on money laundering and one on firearms trafficking. Unfortunately, Chris is ill at the moment. He's not well. He came back from a great holiday, but fortunately he's still suffering consequences from that. So we had to move these. I've already emailed delegates who had signed up for these training sessions, but you will still be seeing you know, emails and information about these courses. So if you see that they say they're starting today, then actually you have more time now. There will be new dates um, and I will be communicating these dates out as soon as we have them. We're thinking June for now to give um, Chris enough time to really recuperate and, you know, be much better to deliver the, the best he can. So if you're seeing these um, these advertised still, there's, there's actually more time to sign up to them now. Just go to the Police Science Doctor Academy or simply Google police science, then click on my website, police science doctor, click on learn and you'll get to the academy and you can sign up to these sessions. So that's the first thing to tell you. The second thing to tell you is you already, um, you you might remember um, there's a police science doctor channel now on policing.tv, which is, a, is the video-based sister website to policinginsight.com. And we are, I already released one video on there. The first series I'm doing is, summary videos of the 2020 Society of Evidence-Based Policing conference talks. And we had a video of by John Bannister there from Manchester University. And the video that has been released today, I'll show you the um, image of that, is actually um, the conference session by Nick Morgan. Nick Morgan works for the Home Office in the UK. He carried out some research on homicides now, the trends and drivers, you know, what is responsible for the, the drops and rises in homicide in the UK and internationally are actually discussed in there. I just checked there. There were some comments. I was just trying to, you know, checking to make sure nobody's telling me my microphone is off or anything like that, that it would be 
completely useless you guys just watching me um move around with with nothing coming out but it seems you can hear me thanks for your comments though i'll, I'll read them in a, in a second um so that's the second second talk um that's out now i'll put the link here in the comments it will not appear on linkedin straight away but i'll put them in afterwards so if you're not already registered on policing.tv you'll have to register to access the videos but that's free so please do that and i hope that you find this useful so that was the second thing i want to tell you about the um, basically just that the video is coming out has come out today on policing tv which is very exciting and let's get to your police science snippets now the first one is about unwanted sexual advances by college men. Men who drink heavily in college have a high rate of perpetrating sexual aggression. This study found that where their sexual advances stopped rather than proceeded to more serious sexual assault or rape, it should say not rate, it says rate on there, it should be rape. This happened, so this stop happened due to verbal resistance by the victim with no help from bystanders. So this Again, the, the link to the original research on there is in the email that was sent out. The interesting thing about this is that is the, the victim who was able to stop these advances progressing into something more serious. And I know it's a very controversial topic, but actually target hardening is very important in crime prevention. Target hardening when it comes to preventing child sexual abuse is um, very effective, maybe the most effective thing, as in actually telling the children how to how to be differentiate between what is okay and what is not okay, even if adults are doing it. So many children are assume that whatever an adult says or or does is okay because they were they were raised to listen to adults and there's something good in that. But we need to teach them to differentiate between good things that adults do and bad things that adults do. And when something makes them feel uncomfortable, that maybe it's not okay and that they have the right and that they need to say something about it. They need to be assertive and they need to tell tell someone straight away. So target hardening, not to be confused with victim blaming. I'm a proponent of target hardening, even when it comes to sexual abuse, I will never be engaging in victim blaming. Okay, so very two very different things. We're talking about prevention here. And if it works that we, we teach children and we teach potential rape victims to be more assertive, that is not victim blaming, that is actually giving them more tools and also finding out what the best and most promising route is to actually prevent sexual offenses. The second snippets for today, every week I'm doing three, is about wilderness therapy for delinquent youth. So wilderness therapy um, involves rural outdoor settings with therapeutic activities that youth are being sent to. And that's been found to be a promising diversion program. So they actually did a meta-analysis, met or meta. Meta-analysis means they're not conducting new research themselves. They're looking at all the research that's already been published on this specific topic. They check and validate that the research reaches a certain research standard and only then does it does, does it get included in the analysis and from those high quality high standard re pieces of research about wilderness therapy they found that it is a promising way to prevent delinquent youth from reoffending um so i i find that very interesting because obviously wilderness therapy might be completely out of their normal you know if you're thinking about inner city youth getting involved in crime, taking them out into the countryside, into woods, you know, mountains, whatever is available, and giving them something, a completely different perspective on life can be so effective, you know, with, with this therapeutic setting. And the last snippet for today is about attendance at sexual violence prevention initiatives. So this is initiatives that have been set up for youth to, to come to, to um, 
reduce the, the risk of sexual offenses. And this was about how do you get them to attend? You know, how, to, how do you prevent or boost low attendance? And they found that sexual violence prevention programs for adolescents can improve their attendance rates if they include fun recreational activities and social time with friends as part of the curriculum, as well as other incentives. You know, so they were talking about, you know, I think winning points or, you know, getting some cash incentives, which is not what it should be about, but it has been found to help. So again, all the research are in the links that I sent out on the um, to the email list. If you're not on the email list, it's free. Just join. If you don't like it, leave. You can leave anytime, of course. Go to policesciencedr.com. Put your details into the box there. Um, having a quick look at the comments. Okay, thank you. Anthony is talking about, um, he wrote an article to Police Chief Magazine called Bringing Research to Practitioners. And um, so we're, we're both addressing this this topic. Thank you very much. Um, glad you're watching today. And yes, so with that, I will sign off. Thank you for listening. So the three things I said today, Chris Allen's organized crime course sessions, so cybercrime, money laundering, um, firearms trafficking are going to be moved. We had to reschedule them due to health reasons. Apologies for that. It was supposed to start tomorrow. I know it's short notice, but obviously, you know, Chris wants to deliver his very best and currently he's not able to do that. So hopefully we'll be able to do these in June. I've emailed all the delegates that were registered and I'll be, you know, I'll be discussing new dates with Chris, but we're current, currently looking at June. So when you, whenever you see information come out about this, or if you want to know information, contact me, you have more time to sign up to these now. Second thing, that was the um, police policing TV video out. That's the, this one today. So trends and drivers of homicide. You'll be hearing me summarizing the talk that Nick Morgan delivered at the Society of Evidence-Based Policing Conference 2020. And then if you find that interesting, please go and watch the whole link, the, you know, go through the link to watch the whole video that he delivered, the session that he delivered. Obviously, he's the expert on the research he conducted. He, he will well be able to explain things in a different way, provide more detail and all of that good stuff. And then I talked about the snippets for today. And I hope you found all of this interesting and useful. Please feel free to share these videos if you think there's anyone else who could benefit from them. And if you're if you're already on the police science doctor email list or on the website, you will see everything else that has been published. So the homepage is actually like an ongoing log of things that have been that have come out. I wish you all well and um, I will see you next week. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this content useful. You can get access to each episode's transcript with key learning points, timestamps, and references if you get yourself onto my mailing list. Just go to the main website on policesciencedoctor.com and on the bottom of each page you will find a sign-up form for notifications of new content. Just enter your first name, your preferred email address, and the type of organization you work for. You will not get any spam. This is just for me to let you know about new content and for you to get access to all the transcripts. Thank you.